0: That joke isn't funny anymore. Available on Amazon and everywhere. Hey, everybody! Welcome back to the Lou Perez Podcast. I'm your host, Lou Perez. It's been a while since I've uh, since I've done a podcast. I think my last one might have been in in August of last year. So uh, bear with me. I'm getting back into the swing of things. For those of you who have been following me, you're probably thinking, what happened to my face? Uh, I don't have a beard right now. I'm actually, I buzzed it down because I'm going to be uh, performing in a sketch, in a sketch video that I'm producing with uh, Free the People. For those of you who are fans of Matt Kibbe, uh, uh, he and I are working together on a number of sketch videos that we're really excited about. So excited, in fact, I'm willing to. shave my face, and show you these puffy cheeks and this butt chin that is legit. It's a legit butt chin. Um, I'm really excited to have a longtime friend of mine joining the stream right now. Um, You may have seen me on his show, The Sharp Way, loads of times. Please welcome Larry Sharp. And here's Larry Sharp. I am
1: here. Yes, indeed. I have made it. Thank you. I don't have technical problems. Take that, Todd. <laughs> so there we go. How do you some, like that?
0: Some trash talking right there. We're gonna absolutely.
1: We're gonna. I'm ready. To, I'm starting to smack right away, baby. That's yeah. what I'm starting.
0: And and you know, Larry, when I when I decided, you know what, I want to get my podcast going again. I, I wanted the first one to I wanted you to be on the first one. And the timing couldn't have been better because of course uh, I decided to have the first one at 8 p.m on on april 4th 2023 the day when trump has been indicted i think is, yep. is that is that what's going on he was
1: indicted i think officially today well he's not a couple of days ago but he was surrendered today he's gonna be speaking soon by the way i just want to pump your book i'm actually reading it on audible Listening to
0: it on audible well look at that and and oh, yes uh, you know who i wasn't talking that?
1: trash when i said i had your book i wasn't playing i actually have your book i'm not done with it yet but i'm actually listening to it on audible
0: well thank you larry and and and, in in a way you also have my voice because i narrate the audiobook you do yeah but the
1: problem is see i've i've already seen you talk about it in person so it's kind of weird like i've heard you do the actual thing then i've also heard you talk about it in person and so it's kind of weird like oh yeah i remember that part like oh yeah i remember that part you said that already like i feel like i'm hearing it again because i am
0: yeah, I should have put on a different accent. I should have put on like an English accent just to make well, change it up them. a little you, bit. You
1: do your dad like Hispanic things sometimes. You do that once in a while during the book. So you do a little bit of that racist stuff. But it's okay because you're one of them, so it's fine. <laughs> so
0: it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. I, I do that racist stuff uh, every now and, yeah, and then. We'll t- we'll th-
1: you're one of them. It's all good.
0: Well, thank yeah, you, Larry. And um, you're my favorite one of them. I got to tell you thank that you. Much.
1: I am yeah. everyone's favorite one of them. <laughs> That's correct. Yes, I am. It's very true very so, true i have i have here or there uh become the self-appointed emperor of black people temporarily when i decide to do so so when people get in trouble like they need n-word passes or stuff like i i will temporarily become the self-appointed emperor of black people and i award these things every once in a while but
0: yeah. larry, larry has become a multi-millionaire by giving out n-word passes it's i have it's it's so incredible. rich yeah
1: the amount of people who really want it oh my god i had no idea
0: well you know larry maybe, maybe um Obviously, there's a lot of stuff going on with Mar-a-Lago and yep. Donald Trump and all that. Um, basically, speaking of N-word passes, speaking of N-word, pa- <laughs> is it well, well, well? isn't it crazy though that there is no evidence whatsoever of Donald Trump ever saying the N-word? Like, there, there's no recordings of him, there's no video of him, and yet I think in most people's minds we're like, this dude throws that word out all the time, right? But but there's we we do not have evidence of it, and yet. President Biden, we have him on multiple occasions, saying the ed word multiple times. Now, granted, context is important. You know, he was, I believe, quoting, uh, uh, I don't know if it was like a lawmaker or something like that, like back in the 80s. But we do have him saying that word. But he also was fighting corn pop. So I'm just saying, I mean, Biden was
1: fighting corn pop. So he was a, a bad dude, if you remember... Biden has told us this that corn pop was a bad dude and he was fighting corn pop. So I guess you kind of get a pass if you fight corn pop. I think that's how that works.
0: Is that the way it goes? Is that is that you know kind of like a um, um, a sporting man? You're allowed yeah. to use the racial slur of your opponent. Yeah,
1: it's like when Rocky fought Apollo Creed. He's like, you could use it. I get. I, I made that up completely. I have no idea if that's
0: true. I, I want to see those deleted scenes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: He's like, I want to see that too. It's in the director's cut. You got to have a director's cut, Lou.
0: Yeah, and now I'm wondering like what what that would sound like because yes, you uh, nice the long say the end word you know, like like you wouldn't even just... know what he said. Yeah, he exactly. Would
1: that he said it, you'd have no idea. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Apollo he, would be he, he so might have said it, or he, like, he, who knows. So yes. Well, that reminds me. There was a great line that Apollo said. He's like, if he he said something like, if he can't fight, at least we know he can cook because he's Italian.
1: Oh, so, yeah, there it was we a, go. See, it was that was a good
0: line. There. That was well, absolutely. Well, look, well Italian well,
1: food is good, so I think that is a. that's not a bad is. thing, is it?
0: No, I think that's. Uh, well, a uh, dude Rocky took it offense to it, but um, that was in the movie. That was a fictional, um, a fictional world. But um, in the real world, right now, as we wait, I guess for um, Donald Trump to uh, say a few words, um, and we might bring that to you. Um, you know,
1: he has been indicted on thirty-four counts. And here's the weird thing about this. The if I remember how it works, he's been indicted on 34 counts because of uh, payments that he supposedly made to Stormy Daniels, his mistress. Now, what makes me angry about this is twofold. One's minor, but it bugs me. And that is they keep calling her porn star Mm. like they keep saying porn star. What if she was a bus driver? But they go, bus driver, Stormy Daniels. You know, bus drivers, no, they are literally degrading her on purpose, trying to degrade. Like I don't see that as a degrade, by the way. Personally, porn stars are uh, a line of work. If you make money, awesome, good for you. But they are purposely trying to downgrade her. And and then also him, like, he would hang out with a terrible porn star. Like, that bob, it's a little thing, but it really irks me until I hear it. Just say his mistress, Stormy Daniels. I don't care what her job was. Right, that that's not the issue, is supposedly at least. Supposedly, the issue is he took campaign money. Again, this is alleged. He took campaign money and paid off Stormy Daniels with the intent to affect the election. That's what this is all about.
0: With that's in- what it's all about. With the intent to it um, to affect Correct. the election.
1: Because if he didn't do the intent to uh, affect the election, it's actually a misdemeanor. It's just a misdemeanor. You screwed up in what you did. You can repay the funds. Whatever. But the point is they're trying to say, which is why you find so many people who are saying it's it's BS, because that's actually not even a state charge. It's a felony charge. I mean, I'm sorry, it's a federal charge. So the state is saying, well, it's federal, but it's a felony, but we don't like Donald Trump, but he was trying to do this. So let's get a mugshot.
0: So, 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 here, so the idea is that he was willing to pay something like, 300000 dollars in hush money. I thought it
1: was a hundred thousand
0: dollars. Oh, was it just a hundred? Where'd three hundred come from? I don't just, know.
1: Just I'm sorry, Lou, Mr. Freaking Rich Guy. Hey, hey, I'm man. sorry. I you know, I'm when sorry, c-
0: when it comes we to you can't all just throw a hundred
1: thousand dollars around like you can, Lou. Sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but you know, the the this I I mean, so so he wasn't trying to keep it hush hush in order to, you know, get a you know, so his wife wouldn't find out, right?
1: That's not a felony.
0: That's not a felony that's not a felony it's just it's just at, at no point during all this stuff did I ever think or did I ever hear that he was doing it in some way to you know protect himself uh in the election. I think it was um kevin Kevin Williamson from National Review said Trump is actually the kind of guy who would pay his mistress, <laughs> his porn star, for them to right. brag about. How great right, he was exactly. in bed and like that. He's about you yes, know the best exactly. lover or something like that. So the idea yeah. for this to be you know hush hush is uh, here's a hundred K. Tell everybody I'm huge. Exactly.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yes. Tell everybody,
0: tell everybody the exact opposite of what you've been <laughs> exactly what you've actually been tell, saying. Tell
1: everybody I'm the best ever you've ever had. You're a porn star. I'm the best. Yeah, yeah do that.
0: So here's how two hundred K say it twice? Yeah. <laughs> how did they get to thirty four counts? Like thirty four counts. There, of what? this
1: literally this is the thing that I can't stand about law. Right. And I do some. This is going to be. I'm. A, I'm going to geek a little bit. I'm not a yeah, lawyer. Yeah. No, go for it. But I'm a geek a little bit, right? In reality, what they can do is every time you do the thing, it's a charge. So if you walk into a bank, and this is how they actually do it, you walk into a bank and you have a gun, and you go, "Everybody on the floor, give me the money," and nobody gets hurt. You take the money and you leave, right? They will. They, but you, but you were there for ten minutes while they got the money. There were 24 people in the bank. They will charge you with 24 attempts. Uh, 24 attempted kidnapping, 24 attempted kidnapping charges, because there's 24 people there. Not the incident. I tried to kidnap people, one charge. No, 24 people, 24 charges. This is insanely stupid in our law. It makes no sense to do it all the time. Did you try to defraud the people? And again, they say he did. If that's true, that's one count of fraud. You tried to defraud people. If Again, if what they're saying is true. Mm-hmm. But there are 34 payments, specific ledger of oh, so payments, and they're payment. going. Each one is a charge. That should be against the law. That is stupid. Did mm-hmm. you like? I robbed. I, did I rob the bank? Yes. Okay, you got charged a bank robbery. No, but there were three vaults, so it's three charges of bank robbery because there's three vaults. No, you tried rob a bank. Go to jail for that, right? And and if you if you think the the bank robbery charges aren't high enough, then raise the penalty for robbing a bank. Fine, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But each, one, but they do it constantly. So it, they do it on purpose for the the uninitiated and to make sure that people plea because thirty four counts is so high. You just
0: plea bargain down. So can he plea? Can he plea down to one count? And then how much if is? I'm trying please, to do, trying to do the math. Like how much? How much he is? He could,
1: that? and they would hope so because they don't care if he goes to jail. They just want to convict him. Mm. They don't care. If they could, they'd give him forty five thousand charges. They could have, if they could charge yeah. him one charge for every dollar. They charged him a hundred thousand times. They just want if he pleases something. Remember, a plea bargain isn't is admitting guilt. Right. So they they would love him to please something. They would love for Trump to please something. Very happy.
0: So, so um, do you know any of the details of the original arrangement with Stormy Daniels, like before he paid out the hush money? Like how much was he paying for her services or, you know, was it, did they fall in love? Was it a love affair and well, they just really you, enjoyed one another?
1: So if you listen to stormy, the way she said it, she fell into it. Now she says, this is stormy again, who knows what happened in the bedroom? So I'm just telling you what stormy said, right? Stormy said that she would like to out with him. He was rich and spending money and she enjoyed it. So she did say she liked hanging out with him he was rich spending money. She says, I wasn't the victim here. She says that. She's like, I wasn't the victim. I liked it. He was throwing money around. It was fun. She was happy being with him. They went up to the hotel and she wasn't sure what was going to happen. This is which is her story. And then he basically came out came out of the um the bathroom basically naked. She was like, okay, I guess we're doing this. That's like her version of. It. She's like, okay, fine. Like she didn't mind. She she was mm-hmm. like into him, but she was like, "Eh, all right, we're doing this." That is how she said it. Now he says it never happened. He says it never happened. He says they never slept together. It never happened. They, w- they were hanging out together. He admits to that because they did hang out together. Mm-hmm. And he was spending money on her. He admits to that too. And she loved it. No one's no one's denying that aspect. He was out hanging out, spending money on her. She loved it. He loved it. They had a great time. But she says they then went up to the room. He came out naked. And she was like, eh, I'll do it. So she doesn't claim being raped. She doesn't care. She, it was consensual. She agreed to it. But... She said, and that's what happened. And they went and they started having sex. That's what she says. That's again, that's her story. He says never happened. So then afterwards, she was like, whatever, all good. Like she wasn't mad about it. She was like, it's all done. And then she was like, oh, you want for president, huh? Hmm. And then he was like, nothing happened. Take some money. Shut up. Now, according to Bragg, what he said, again, I'm only going with what these people are saying. Who knows what the actual data is? Bragg says that Trump purposely told his boy, his uh, the other governor, Joe's, his lawyer, Cohen, mm-hmm. to delay the payments as long as possible. Again, this is what Bragg says. Bragg, Bragg says that if they um, delay the payments past the election, that Trump will not pay her. He'll just say, to hell, which I'm not paying you because he won't care anymore. That is what Bragg said witnesses have Trump saying. Mm. And if that's true, again, if that's true, that would be a felony. That would mean that he actually did it to to affect the election. But if he just wanted to save his marriage, that's not a felony.
0: Yeah, I still like just the guy being Did I geek
1: out too much? I'm sorry, I don't want to geek no, out for your audience. No,
0: no, 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 you didn't geek out. I'm glad that you're following it because I'm not following uh, any of this stuff. Um, you shouldn't be. No one should be, Lou. I'm the idiot, right? I'm the bad guy here. You
1: should not be. No one should be following this. Well,
0: no well I mean, if, if you think about, like, you know who the who the idiots are. I, I mean, I saw some footage of, of the um the two sides. You know, the the pro Trump and the anti Trump side today in uh what was it in Manhattan? You know, basically yeah. having having dual protests. And I think
1: they trash. I live in, you know, I live in New York City. They yeah. destroyed our traffic for this garbage. Yes, horrible traffic for this garbage.
0: How many counts of traffic violations are we going to get out of this?
1: Put him in jail for that. I'm in. <laughs> to the, yes. Right. Put him in jail for that. You trashed my traffic. Go to jail. Go to Rikers, damn it. Yeah, I'm in with that. That I'm in for. Yeah. I'm, this, I'm, this, this this is basically useless. Not, not, look, I, I get the idea that they say, you know, no one's above the law. I do understand that emotion. I do. I get the emotion behind it. I get the feeling behind it. And I get if you don't like Trump, I'm sure if you hate Trump... It, You feel good right now, right? I I understand the emotion. But I'm saying realistically, is this going to make any Democrat all of a sudden not vote for Trump or vote for Trump? No, their mind's made up. Any Republican go, that's it. Now I'm, you know, I was going to vote for Trump, but now this. I mean, that's not going to stop anybody. If anything, he's raising more money off of it. If anything, he's making more money off of it. I I think what Democrats believe, and I'm not sure they're right on this. I don't know. But I think what they believe is If Trump goes into this election wounded bad enough that some Republicans will not care enough and won't vote, that is Democrats' goal. Some Republicans won't vote. They'll be like, you know what? Not worth it. I don't care. Too much drama. Trump's a problem. And it just won't show up. And then the the Democrats, by default, whenever Trump comes up, Trump derangement syndrome is a real thing. Democrats, as you know this, Lou. They hate Trump. Mm. And when they put Trump out, Democrats come out of the woodwork. They get off their couch. Democrats vote. That is for sure when Trump's in the ballot. And Democrats know that. So their goal is they don't care about Republicans. They want all the Democrats to vote and the Republicans to feel broken and not show up. I think that's their goal. Will that work? I don't know. But I think they believe it will work. That's what I'll say. They believe it will work.
0: Yeah. With that, you know, I, I've seen like the these you know competing theories where it seems like, um, on one hand, some Democrats want Trump to vote, want Trump to run um, yeah. in order to like you know uh, you know you know solidify the base, you know as as you've described it, but then yep. at the same time they want to convict him, you know they want to you know this Teflon Don or wherever they calling them they also want to so it's like those seem like two contradictory no no, no. remember there's a
1: difference between democratic leadership and a democratic like average voter oh, the average democratic voter 100 wants trump in jail mm-hmm. and never come out ever they hate him they do the average democrat does want that democrat leadership wants trump to never go away ever he is the gift that keeps on giving because it keeps democrats voting and democrats don't have to do a damn thing yeah. They can still be terrible Democrats doing terrible ideas, doing terrible things, and their base will keep coming out to stop from the evil Trump because the logic is, at least it's not Trump. And sadly, I wish it didn't work, but damn it, it works. So that's a fact. So Democrat, the Democrat leadership, they want Trump to run for every office in the, in the country. They, w- they wouldn't run for everything, and they want to just be wounded enough to where Republicans get burned out. I think that's their goal. Again, I'm not sure it'll work. We'll find out coming up here if they're right. But I do believe that is their, that is their um, plan. And I got to say, the one thing I think Democrats are right about is the way the country's going. And if Biden's really going to run again, God, I hope he's not. But if he is, I think they have to gamble to stop Trump. Because Trump's a locomotion, a, lo- a locomotive. He keeps coming. If you do regular politicking, Trump will kick your ass so you got to gamble to beat them and i think a gamble is good i don't know if this is the right gamble i don't know
0: mm. it, it 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 is wild like when you think about you know what does it take to you know bring down a president or a former president or you know bring them before the court, um, you know get them into a, a court of law finally yep you know because you would think things like uh the things having to deal with warfare might do it or, you know, uh, well, we you know, would payoffs. hope, but yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, I mean, <laughs> you know, it, and in, tr- in Trump's case, you would think that like, Oh, you know, maybe there would be something there with, um, you know, his son-in-law, you know, him hooking up his son-in-law. Maybe, yeah. Maybe, maybe cushioned did some shady stuff. It's possible. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. I can think of 10 reasons to put Biden, Obama, Bush, Clinton, I could do 10 reasons, to putting all uh, putting them all in court. And he gets it for writing checks to his mistress. Right. He's I'm about gonna add,
0: to speak. We're going to add him to the stream right now. So we're waiting for Todd Seavey to join us. Uh, in lieu of Todd Seavey, we're going to add Donald Trump to the stream. USA! USA! USA!
2: USA! USA! Thank you very much, everybody. And we have They're to
0: chanting right? USA.
2: God bless you all. God bless you all. And I never thought anything like this. Could happen in America. Never thought it could happen. Uh The only crime that I have committed is to fearlessly defend our nation from those who seek to destroy it.
0: He's guilty of caring too
2: much. He cares too too much. The Democrats spied on my campaign. Remember that? That's right. They attacked me with an onslaught of fraudulent investigations. Russia, Russia, Russia. Ukraine, Ukraine, Ukraine. Impeachment hoax number one. Impeachment hoax number two. Well, two was kind the of illegal real. and unconstitutional raid on Mar-a-Lago, right here. Oh, the lying oh. to the FISA courts.
0: Dog, can you hear us?
2: The FBI and DOJ relentlessly pursuing Republicans. The unconstitutional changes to election laws by not getting approvals from State legislators. The millions of votes illegally stuffed into ballot boxes and all called on government cameras. And just recently, the FBI and DOJ in collusion with Twitter and Facebook. That's true. In order not to say anything bad about the Hunter Biden laptop from hell, which exposes the Biden family as criminals and which, according to the pollsters, would have made a 17 point difference. In the election result,
0: we needed a lot less
2: than that, like about 16.9. What? It would have been in our favor. Not my favor, our favor, because our country is going to hell. No, he's there for us.
1: Oh, did we lose sound? You want intelligence oh, okay, agents so
2: who said Hunter Biden's laptop was Russian disinformation. I remember that didn't exist. It was Russian disinformation. Remember that? I do remember. And that was all confirmed strongly by the FBI when they all knew that it wasn't Russian disinformation. And so much more. Our elections were like those of a third world country.
1: Don't do election and now stuff. this
2: massive election interference at a scale. Never seen La- before.
0: Yeah, Larry, do you, do you have his ear right now? With the you radical tell him I do. Stay away George
2: Soros, back prosecutor, that. Alvin Bragg of New
1: York. I do that. That's good. Get Who
2: campaigned on the fact that get out. he would good. get President Trump. I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him. Remember. This is a guy campaigning. You want to get President Trump at any cost And this? Before he knew anything about me, didn't know a thing about me, he was campaigning. He
1: Stop.
2: He As it turns out, virtually everybody that has looked at this case, including rhinos and even hardcore Democrats,
1: rhinos.
2: Rhinos. say there is no crime and that it should never have been brought. <laughs> never have been brought. Everybody.
1: It is kind of BS. It's true. Even it's people of. that... Hmm.
2: Our big fans have said it. They said this is not the right thing to do.
1: I'm not it's a an big insult fan, to our
2: country as the world is already laughing at us for so many other reasons, like our open borders, our incompetent withdrawal from Afghanistan,
1: that where we left that behind
2: Europe. American citizens, $85 billion worth of the best military equipment in the world, lost 13 magnificent that. young lives and far too many... To mention that are so badly hurt with the loss of arms and legs and facial obliteration. You know, the most embarrassing time in our country's history, in my opinion.
0: I just want to to point out his choice of words.
2: Energy uses strongly as an adjective,
0: magnificent.
2: Dominant within six months, more than any other nation, times two. Times two. We had this all just three years ago, our raging. Math on that one. Crime statistics, if you look in Democrat run cities, numbers the likes of which we have never seen before.
1: He's just never seen the before, open all threats the
2: time. by various countries of the use of nuclear weapons, something never mentioned or discussed yeah, by one, outside Russia. nations during the Trump administration, and which could very well lead under the Biden administration's leadership to an all out nuclear world war three can happen. We're not very far away from it, believe it or not. An economy that has been crippled by the biggest inflation we have seen in more than 60 years
1: that
2: wrong? and a military that I used to defeat ISIS in four weeks. ISIS? They said it would take four years, Wow, four weeks to kill al-Baghdadi and Salomeini. That wasn't so. Good. That has now gone woke I, at the top. I,
0: I got I, I to say, say the way that he pronounced Al Baghdadi sounded worst, like the the New York.
2: Now they have really stepped up so their so efforts by <laughs> indicting the forty fifth president of the United States who received. that? Oh, that's <laughs> you. Oh, that's you. Okay, I mean you. Seventy five million votes, which is more than any sitting president in the
1: history of our country. so stop saying election was fraudulent people don't want to hear it you doing you did good and in the wings
2: they've got a local racist democrat district attorney in atlanta who is doing everything in her power to indict me over an absolutely perfect phone call even more perfect than the one i made with the president of ukraine remember what constitutes perfection when it comes to a phone call this he's one got was more perfect. perfect
1: phone calls, Lou. I
0: think he's nobody got, like, a said,
2: sir, you shouldn't say that many people on the phone or hung up and discussed because of something I inappropriately said because nothing was said wrong. In fact, at the end of the Zero. call, we agreed if to no continue our conversation no, about election fraud. Up. Perfect. And election fraud, specifically in Georgia. At a later time, Stop. many people on the phone, you know including lots saying. of lawyers, nobody found anything wrong with that. Perfect call until a book promotion tour many months later. All of a sudden they say, you know, I remember Trump making a call. because
1: They're trying to push Lou's Let's book. Look at that. I get it. This fake <laughs> case was
2: brought only to interfere with the upcoming 2024 election. Come on. It's fine. And it should be dropped immediately. immediately. <laughs>
0: I'm well, Larry, how, how much longer do you think he's going to go?
1: I'm pushing Lou's book.
0: Thank you, Larry. President then Trump, you have if you could a push my book, lunatic known as wonderful.
2: a bomb thrower, who is harassing hundreds of my people day after day, uh oh, over the boxes hoax. You know the boxes hoax.
1: No, tell me the boxes. as we
2: call it. Just you so know. everyone knows, I come under what's known as the Presidential Records Act, which was designed and approved by Congress long ago, just for this reason. Uh oh. Under the act, I'm supposed to negotiate with NARA, the National Archives and Records Administration. Okay, you you pull Larry, I know we're playing this a, a radical live. left, uh, troublemaking organization. I have to ask you, well, I'm just, just going to
0: remove him for a second. I'm just going to remove him for a second. So here's the question that I have, right? Yeah. Why is he bringing up so much stuff? Because that- he's running
1: for president.
0: Is is this his campaign speech? Right?
1: Yeah, he's just campaigning.
0: Mm-hmm. He's just he's listing all the every single grievance. Uh, I wish he'd
1: stop with the election stuff. Though. Like he's got so many grievances, and so many people don't like the election stuff. So people got to tell him stop with the election stuff. You got four thousand grievances. You have enough. You don't need four thousand and three, right? You could just you could just get rid election stuff.
0: Yeah. Um. Let's go back just for a minute, just to, just okay. to see. Okay, we initially took this event thinking he was going to talk about the indictment
2: today, being charged with 34 felony counts in Manhattan, and it's turned said. into a speech of a list
0: of grievances and, of course, some <laughs> falsehoods. Dude, uh, the notes Mo, I have made so far talking about what an
1: unconstitutional search at Marlago for those documents, which was not wow. true, Man, and a lot of election uh, mistruths about what happened to him in the 2020 election. I'm going to remove you.
0: Well. Well, here here's something there. I mean, just something that that we saw. So um, apparently, I think you're uh, right.
1: I think they saw it the same thing you saw. They saw it as a campaign, like we're just going to cut off. We're not going to watch him.
0: Well, that is wild, though. With um, you know, that's some you know that a uh, you know a news broadcast would cut that off. Um, of course, you know, you know. Okay, no, Fox have, is
1: still playing it live.
0: Of course. <laughs> well, let's let's see what, what what he's up to now. Wait, do you want to take a bet on what he's talking about now? Um, let's see. He went. The Twitter files he's already done. Um, I mean, he's probably talking about uh, Sleepy Joe. Maybe right now. Let's. I'm going to say Sleepy Joe Biden. Can you hear him? A little bit. Oh, it's very low.
2: Penalty is death.
1: Even though that
2: has absolutely nothing to do with openly taking boxes of documents. He's still still talking talking about the
0: boxes thing. He's still talking about the boxes.
1: Yeah. Well, the reason why it's about the boxes now, I think, is because that's one that people that could be a real one. Like that, mm-hmm. a lot of people feel that could be a real one. Most people think the one they have now is garbage, but they're worried that this one could be a real one. Now we're bringing up we're bringing up Hillary's emails. Man, we playing the real hits. Dude. We playing the original hits.
0: A lunatic special prosecutor.
2: Who others You're playing an old say he He's even worse than
0: they You know th- these these hits are so old that the flag in the back uh, are missing stars. Actually, that's it's, correct. This there's is only like, there's only forty eight stars on that flag. <laughs>
1: exactly right. He's doing old hits, man. Yeah. He's doing a locker Up" Hillary's email hits. He hasn't played those songs in like it's been like three four years. He played those. I mean, I'm sure some people are like, "Oh, I remember those songs."
0: Right.
1: right. Some are doing that, but. I don't know. Okay. Is I, I, he is literally oh, well, right. here.
0: We go. Here we go. Now, okay. now he's bringing up his very. He just brought up uh, President Biden's very famous Corvette. That's what he called oh, it. Oh, very yes, famous Corvette. Most
2: importantly, he has one thousand eight hundred and fifty boxes in Delaware.
0: Oh, he got the boxes in Delaware. Whoa, I didn't know and
2: Refusing to give up. Is that right? Isn't that real obstruction?
0: Ooh, see, I'm going to move this the rest-
1: obstruction guy. See, see that's see, the,
0: the, the issue. See, now this is, uh, now look, I, I, I feel like this is, um, you know, sort of going back to, like I said earlier about, you know, there being no evidence, you know, physical evidence of Donald Trump ever saying the N word. right? Right. But yet there's evidence of Joe Biden saying the N word. Right. And now we're in this freaking position where it's like, um, president Trump while in office, uh, used his office obviously to, um, Help, you know, family members, uh sure. you know, Jared Kushner to you know, he literally hired them. Hired them. You know, they were literally the pay- hired them. They were on the payroll. Uh yep. Joe Joe Biden obviously used his, you know, his uh his status, you know, his stature, uh to help his 100%. his son, right? Yep. Um how many uh how many you know, how many uh you know uh deaths of you know innocent you know civilians and stuff like that happened you know under you know both administrations in a way it's sort of like uh i don't know it's 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 kind of like uh biden and trump have a lot more in common than (laughs) than their supporters would like to admit um and i think like what he's bringing up now or what he was bringing up with the whole uh uh you know the uh uh the Oh my god, I'm I'm sorry I'm drawing a blank again. It's been a while. The documents, since I've done the this. boxes. It's the it's Doxes, the boxes boc- that we talked about. Yeah, yeah. Documents, yeah. classified Absolutely. documents here and there and everywhere. And it's and now you're in a position where it's like, well, if you're upset with Trump for having it, and now we have an example of President Biden having it, President Biden having it when he was vice president, when he was senator, right? Now it's like, well, what do you do about that? And I feel like I've I've seen a lot of people commenting as well on on this whole uh you know, the, this whole indictment. Where it's like, okay, well, how soon before it it turns the other way and democratic uh, officials, you know, uh, or representatives start well, getting? Look, uh,
1: if if I arrested. really believed, right, and I don't, but if I really believed that the DOJ, the Department of Justice, was like, you know what, we have been easy on presidents for two hundred years, and we're going to start hammering them now because we care about justice and we care about death innocent civilians. And we care about the law. If I honestly believe that, I don't. But if Mm -hmm. I did, I'd be okay with it. Like, okay, good. Get him, get Biden, get them all, right? I'd I'd be okay with it. But it's not that. It's we believe that Trump is an existential threat so we can do whatever we want to get rid of him. That's what is really happening, right? The concept of putting presidents in jail, I'm not against that idea. I'm against the idea of putting one in jail because I don't like that one, right? (laughs) Shove Um, them all in jail or make them all be afraid, right? There was a theory that they had in in ancient Rome. You may have heard this before. Dictatorship in ancient Rome prior to the empire, when it was a republic, there were still dictatorships. But believe it or not, they were actually voluntary dictatorships. And that may seem weird, but it actually was true. The Senate, because they knew, because of time and communication, that sometimes they would need someone to just take care of things. Mm-hmm. So they would actually elect a dictator for a year, right? So they'd say, you are now, when you were a senator or you were a general, you were now dictator for a year. And during that year, that dictator was immune to any type of charges. You could not charge him during, while the one year he was dictator. Now, if you want to be dictator for another year, you have to win an election again to do it. It was rare that it happened. This is one year. But after the year was, o- was over, he was put on trial to see if he had done something illegal then. During his time, he could not be charged. Mm. But afterwards, they were all put on trial. Okay, did you, do, did you do something that was horrible or terrible? And if he could validate what he did, okay, good. Go back to being a general, go back to being a senator. All oh, good. You can't, they punish you. So I'm not saying we should do that. But the concept, we took that, well, we took that concept here. The idea of when someone's a sitting president, you don't touch them right? We took that same concept here. And like, as a president, you cannot be sued. You can't be indicted. Oh, like they they basically have said that that's not a law. That's what the DOJ has said, because they follow that idea. Afterwards, in theory, you could be attacked. We just haven't done it. This is the first time they have. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense?
0: No, no, I, 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 you know, I, I hear you. Um, it's just. I'm a, sorry, I'm
1: geeking out for your audience. I apologize. No,
0: no, no, no. My my audience is here for you, really. Oh, um, so yeah. nice. Thank you, guys. Um, actually, my my audience. Um, I'm going to toss up a few of the uh, the comments. Uh, one audience member says, "Lou has his hat on backwards, like he's a stepdad trying to relate to me." That is so real. It's so real right now. Well, really, what I'm doing? Um, so I got rid of he my just, beard. He just right.
1: wants to rap.
0: Yeah. I'm gonna like have a rap session. A little bit. I'm uh for those of you uh for those of you who aren't watching um uh, the the live stream, I'm actually pretty close to turning my chair around and leaning on the back <laughs> exactly, of it. Exactly. Yes and I want to talk to you kids about uh the decisions <laughs> you make in life. Uh one of them, you know, ha- you know, use prophylactics. And oh, I'm sorry, you kids don't use that uh word anymore. What do you guys use now? What do you call it? Jimmy's? I don't know. But um <laughs> No, but part of it. So I, I got rid of my beard because I'm going to be in a, uh, uh, in a sketch we're shooting uh, tomorrow and the day after. So I got to be clean shaven. So what I did was today I did, uh, I buzzed it down and then tomorrow I'm going to go take the razor to it. Cause it's been a while since I've been clean shaven. I don't want too many bumps or anything like that. And, uh, so I'm feeling very naked. I'm feeling, feeling very vulnerable. Um, and, uh, I'll and, be gentle, Lou. I promise. Yeah, and then with that, with this, and then now my I got a big ass forehead, that a five head right now that just keeps going back and back and back. So, you know, really, me wearing this um, this hat backwards, um, I'm, it's not so much I'm trying to relate; I'm trying to hide, Larry. Mm. Larry, I'm trying to hide because yes. uh, I'm a 41 year old man, and uh, this isn't the best that I've ever looked, and I know it. So. That's where I'm at. How do you how do you handle how do you handle getting up there in age? I'm older than you, brother. I I got
1: I got many years more (laughs)
0: underneath my belt than you. Yeah, but you got the you got the black don't crack thing going.
1: That I do have that, and I can keep my hair short. Nobody cares, and I'm black, so I can shave my head. Nobody gives a shit. So right, you shave white guys shave their heads; they're cancer patients. Black guys shave their heads; they're awesome.
0: Black dude, black dudes, Michael Jordan. Yeah, the black dudes were Bruce Willis. Before Bruce Willis, you know. That's correct. Black yes, dudes would Jason Jason Statham before Jason Statham.
1: Yeah. That's correct. Absolutely, yes.
0: You just take yes. a, no. a bit to the head. Yeah.
1: It's very easy. So, yes, I do have that advantage. But how do I deal with growing older? I love every minute of it. I just love it. Mm-hmm. I am wiser. People treat me better. More respect. Love it. I'm not unhappy about being older at all. As long as I'm staying pretty healthy, and I'm pretty healthy right now. So I'm good. I, I tell the story often. Yeah. I am all about my diet, what I eat. I am a I've been in a keto lifestyle for 13 years. I keep my weight down. I keep my energy up. I survive on protein and caffeine and I stay active and I'm good. And I went to get a um, I went to a doctor's appointment last year. I only go to a doctor every four years. I go to a doctor. Every time I run, I go to a doctor so I can have my medical records in case I become popular, someone actually cares. Right now, I haven't become popping up for anyone to care. But if anyone cares, I want people to see my medical records, right? So I, I do it every four years. Otherwise, I don't go to doctors. So when I run, I go to a doctor. Last year, I went to a doctor because I ran. And when I go there, the woman has to, have to fill out all forms. And she says, oh, when I get the form back, like, no, no, you have to fill out all your prescriptions. I said, oh, I don't have any. She's like, oh, okay. Then the person who takes me to the doctor that looks at me in the room says, you forgot to put your prescriptions. I went, like, no, I don't have any. Mm-hmm. Okay. Doctor comes in. I'm sorry, Mr. Sharp, you gotta put your prescriptions down. I don't have any. Like, stop thinking I have prescriptions. Right. Just because I'm old doesn't mean I have prescriptions. It's not required. However, I think it is. Like they never had anybody like that not have prescriptions. Yeah. So anyway, my point being, I stay active. I'm not unhappy about getting older at all.
0: Yeah. And and for those, and for those of you who don't know, Larry, when he was talking about him going to the doctor every time he runs it's not like when he's running a marathon it's when he's actually running for office um that's correct that's how he does it larry's run for uh uh for governor of new york um uh, attempted multiple times this last time was completely uh just knocked out of the out of the ring hammered couldn't even couldn't even get in there
1: hammered they beat the they beat the crap out of me last year beat the crap out of me but i fought at least damn it I went down swinging. I'll give him that. I did go down swinging, but, well, I, but I got, I, I got my ass kicked. I did. It's true.
0: Well, you know, I'm glad that we're, we're talking about this because um, uh, right now uh, we use the program Streamyard, which I'm yep. very upset with Streamyard for not helping my friend Todd get on here. Cause um, I love Todd. I wanted Todd and Larry um, in this conversation. Uh, hopefully we'll get Todd back at a, at another time. But I think it, this is sort of uh this is the conversation that I want to have with Larry. Like I'm, Habit. I'm so interested in, cause Larry and I are friends. We've known each other uh, for years and mm-hmm. he's a go-to when you're talking about politics. Uh, he's a go-to when he's um, with ideas about uh, libertarianism and the future of, of New York and policy. Um, but also he's a man who's lived life and he's lived a very interesting life. And he's written Uh-oh. a book about, about that life as as well. And I, and I, you know, I'm looking at in the this process of writing of writing. Oh, okay. Uh, he has at least yes. one chapter uh, done, maybe yes. three chapters of it.
1: I have all the chapters done. I haven't edited the damn thing. I actually have all the chapters done. I have not edited it yet, but yes, yes.
0: the editing is the, fu- is the, is the fun part. Um, it's the painful part. It's a, it's a, it's a painful part. Um, yes. And uh, yeah, each, each time you get a new chapter in there, you're like, okay, thank God. And now you're on to the next one. So it, it's a fun might not be the right, um, uh, the right word for it, not but I bring that up because, because right now, like, as we're talking, as, as, you know, I brought up at the beginning, there's the Trump circus and it's still going on. Yes. And, and I need to, you know, you know, put this out there to people that, you know, to ask them the question that's like, you know, is your life better off because, because of this Trump circus, because of, you know, putting, you know, Um, you turn on the TV and you, and you watch this guy, you know, talking, uh, about, you know, going through the list of, you know, I don't know how many thousands of mules and and all the shit that he was talking about. Um, because, you know, ultimately that's not what's going to do it in life. That's not going to keep you healthy. It's not going to keep you going. That's not going to keep you off the, uh, off the medications. And it's just something I've been, um,
1: or off the pipe or off
0: the pipe. Yeah however you define that pipe if uh however
1: if, you define that pipe absolutely define that. define that pipe as you see fit yes as, as but you, you don't want to be on it regardless yes. of which type of pipe you're talking about yes.
0: yes um because i i you know something something that you know when you talk about you know going to the doctor every 4 years and them asking like well, you know what prescriptions you're on i feel like i've met so many people who seem to equate like having health insurance with being all right, like oh, I got health insurance; I don't have to worry about anything. And as somebody, so uh, here's something I, I don't think I've I've, I've revealed, but uh, when my book came out, the week my book came out, I was staying in a in a hotel in Philadelphia uh, for work, um, for it was my my day job uh, at the time. It brought me to Philadelphia, and um, that night in the in the hotel, I had done a uh an episode uh, podcast with with my friend deborah so um and deborah is great uh really you know so thankful that that she had me on the podcast to help promote to help promote the book and uh afterward that night i was uh i started feeling pains in my uh running up my arm and into my chest Ooh, and yeah and I was, you know, 40 years old, always healthy. And I was like, I'm like, I've never experienced this before. And part of me tried to brush it off. And then a part of me is like, no, if I'm having a heart attack, I gotta, I gotta get out of here. So hold on. Once it was put a little bit of news. Yeah. um, Trump is
1: done speaking.
0: Oh, right.
1: So if somebody wants to have an excuse, why am I not watching Lou and Larry? (laughs) Yeah, He's not speaking.
0: That's so get, right. Get
1: your butt back in here. And start watching us.
0: Yeah. And, and here, and hear about a, uh, my, my, uh, my event you're, that I had almost heart attack. Yeah. <clears throat> so there I was feeling, you know, just, just awful. And I, uh, I looked up where the emergency room was in Philadelphia. I'd never, uh, you know, been to one before, especially in that area. Uh, I go and I get my car from like the hotel valet, I drive myself to what I think is a is a hospital. It turns out it's a children's hospital. And they're like, you can't you can't come here because it's it's a children's hospital. You need an emergency room. So I drive to the emergency room and I and I I check myself into the emergency um to the emergency room at at the hospital. And not the um, children's hospital. Not the children's hospital. This is this is the adult one. And I'm looking around and it looks like, you know, the people in there look like kind of zombies some of them um coughing uh there was one chick who was uh had her face all bloodied up she was handcuffed to a wheelchair and that's where and that's where i am and um so uh, you're
1: with the chick who's who's handcuffed to the wheelchair okay
0: yeah yeah they're in she's in the room there are dudes just coughing you know all over the place um uh a guy like dry heaving uh in the corner, just a terrible, terrible place to be. Um and I go and I get So like, if you
1: weren't sick yet, you're gonna be sick then.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna you're gonna be sick. Um I go and they do like a um I guess a you know EKG or cardiogram or something like that. And then and then I have to wait and wait and wait and wait. And at one point I went, I asked the, uh, it was a, I was there a couple of, a few hours and I asked the, one of the nurses, I said, you know, how long, you know, with the weight be before I, you know, see a doctor. And she goes and she points to a guy who's like dry heaving in the corner and all fucked up. And she's like, he's been here for eight hours. (laughs) (laughs) And and I was like, wow. So I, so I'm like, I got to get the fuck out of here. So I, that that doesn't look
1: good for you at all. Yeah.
0: I leave the emergency room after being there for like four hours. I go back to my hotel. I do telemedicine with like a doctor at like two or three in the morning. very fancy, very technological. Um, And then I, uh, um, you know, so, so, (laughs) so that happens. And, and the woman says, you know, you should uh, the, the doctor, as long as he says, well, in the morning, you know, you should go back to the emergency room to at least get, your paperwork, you know, or whatever. And I said, yeah, I need to go back also. Cause they need to take out the pick that's in my, that's in my arm. So they had put like a pick, uh, in there, you know, it's like an intravenous, you know, thing. Um, and I had a left with that still in my arm. That's how bad I wanted to get the fuck out of there. Not a good that's move. Bad. Yeah. Not oh, a good move. You no, know,
1: not the best thing you could have done.
0: Not the best thing you could have done. I go back the next morning. Um, and, uh, you know I t- and thankfully i end up speaking to a, a, a doctor who said yeah we have the you know results here and i'm like yeah can you remove this thing <laughs>
1: can <laughs> you pull can <laughs> you pull this thing out of my arm
0: if you don't can mind? you pull this shit out of my arm and he's like oh my god yeah sure uh, so they pull that out um, everything came out came out fine on you know all the ekg and whatever they you know whatever they took i ended up uh, you know like within the next couple of weeks going and actually seeing a, a cardiologist Everything okay. checks out. Nothing wrong, you know, whatsoever. Um, but so but, you had bad gas or something? Terrible farts, awful farts. No, gotcha. no, no. Okay. Yeah, no, no. So what? No, what, what I realized is that in the lead up to my book being released, I was you know working full time, trying to promote the book as much as I could. I wasn't sure. eating right. I wasn't exercising. I I was so stressed out. So you know, so fucked up in in my head. Um, and that's what happened. I had basically, I guess the equivalent of kind of like a panic attack. I'd never had one before. And I was like, my God, I need, I need to get this under control. And I had insurance. Right. And it's like, who gives a fuck if you have insurance? It doesn't matter. It it doesn't matter. What matters is you and your day to day.
1: Yes. It does matter that your, your spouse won't be in that much debt when you're dead. Right. Right. Exactly. That's but, that's what it matters. Your spouse won't be; she'll still be in debt because system still sucks. But you won't be in that much debt. I think yeah. that's basically
0: what it is. And I think we have Todd C V coming in right now. Um, that I'm, guy, I, you know, I will give him one thing: he does not stop, does he? He does not stop. I'm adding him to the stream. Todd Seavey, do you hear us? I uh, it's lying. You're making this up. He's not coming in. He's not coming in. Todd Seavey? Oh, to I'm sorry. I'm lying. I'm lying to the people. Everyone who came here. Uh, oh, let me put that, uh, let me hide that. Um, Todd, I'm removing you again. Um, <clears throat> but, but no, it really, it, I mean, something, when something like that happens, it really puts, puts so much into perspective, you know, and it, does, uh, it was, a, it was a huge wake up call because it was, um, it was one of these things where, you know, on, on paper, I have such an amazing life, incredible life. Mm-hmm. I get to, I have a beautiful wife. I have two amazing, uh, sons. I I have a a career that I'm really proud of and success and all that, but man, it doesn't matter if when you're, it doesn't matter when you're in a hotel room in Philadelphia thinking that you're having a heart attack and you drive yourself to basically, uh, you know, zombie land to, uh, you know, to, to get fixed. So,
1: well, you know, I always say to people who I'm often coaching with, right. I will say an important piece, which is imagine if you would, that you are, you're already dead. What's on your tombstone? What do you want someone to say at your eulogy? What do you want people to think about you? If you're not happy with any of those things now, you're messing up. You're messing up, right? You you should... You should be okay, and it's going to sound terrible, but you should be okay with dying today because you might die today. So you should be okay with that. Every day of your life, you should be okay that if you die, your eulogy will be okay. What people think about you will be fine, and you'll be satisfied with with what happens at the end after you're gone. And if you're not, why? And what can you do to fix that? Right? Not that I want to die, but if I die tomorrow, it could happen. Will my, will my kids be proud of me? Will my wife be happy? Well, that I'm dead, maybe. But anyway, we should be happy about what our life together we had. Yes. Will, will most people think I was a good guy? Yes. Some people don't like me. They don't think I'm an asshole. But most people are like, yeah, I was a good guy. You know, too bad he's gone. Most people will think too bad he's gone. And I'm okay with that. So I think we should all be thinking that.
0: Yeah. Uh, Todd, can you hear us? Right, right now, Todd is basically um, God. Todd and we're just calling out, saying, "Todd, do you hear us? Uh, we're sending up. Uh, for, Todd can hear us. Unfortunately, he can't speak to us. I'm going to take Todd uh, off the live stream again. Sorry. Um, no, I I, I totally hear hear what you're saying, Larry, and, and I think it also puts into perspective too. Um, you know the uh, uh the the agency that you have in the day to day and what you can do hundred percent, you know, uh, because um, you know, you, you are able to control what you eat, what you consume. You are able to control um, whether you exercise, whether you, you know um, and man, those things just have make such an such a, such an impact.
1: Yeah, But but, most people don't get right. And I'm going to be a little, I'm going to be a little preachy here. I think, but what most people don't get is you don't have to do all of those things. You just got to start with one, Mm. right? If you, and you've done this form in life, I'm sure you decide that, you know, I got to be better at whatever, all these things, but you pick one thing and you go, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to, whatever, drink less sweet drinks or whatever, whatever is the thing you want to do. I'm going to, you know, walk every day or whatever the thing is. I'm going to do something. Once you start taking control, you keep taking control. Right. Once you start, it keeps going. And that's the thing that, that you don't get. Taking control of your life starts with one minor thing. The story I'll tell often, I might have told you the story already, but 2010 was my worst year of my life. It was terrible. Prior to that, it was the year my father died when I was a kid. Until then, was 2010, that was the worst year of my life. That same year, all within about a week, my, my youngest daughter almost died. She went to the hospital. She had an open heart surgery at 18 days old. Wow. My wife packed up and moved into the hospital as any mother would do. And I would expect her to, but, do, but her doing that means I didn't have my wife with me during my time of need. And I had a six-year-old daughter at time. I became a single dad overnight. I was not the primary caregiver. I became the single dad of a six-year-old again, literally overnight. She was like, I'm out, I'm gone. I'm in the, the house with my daughter. And again, I wasn't mad at her. I think any mom would do that. All of a sudden that goes in, but not just that at the same time, my business is collapsing. I fired my employees. I've shut my office down. I'm, I'm, I'm broke. I'm broken in debt. And I'm six figures in debt. I'm broken six figures in debt. Because everything collapsed. Finally, After 2009 crash. I finally fell 2010. And that same week, my mom gets diagnosed with stage four cancer. Diagnosed with maybe a year left to live. All that happened within about two weeks. I was at a point of where I thought my world was going to end. I felt I had no control of anything. I felt like a failure like a loser. I contemplated suicide. I mean, that was the end of my life. I thought it was over. Never had I felt worse than that. And I had to take care of, take charge of something. And the only thing I could take care of or take charge of was my diet. That was it. As silly as that is, mm. I took charge of that and taking charge of that gave me a win. I was doing nothing but taking elves. And if you've been, any, if anyone listening or watching or you've been in a spot where you take loss after loss after loss after loss, it breaks your psyche. you start feeling like, damn, I can't win anything. I, The loser, everyone says I am. Damn it, it's true. They're right. I am the loser. And the worst part is I didn't have my wife to support me because she was in the hospital with my daughter. So I didn't have her to go, stop. You could do this. I didn't have her. Mm. And most of my friends were business associates. So I couldn't let them know how bad my business was. So I had no one to go stop. I couldn't go to my mom. My mom was literally dying in the hospital. I had no mom. I had no family to support me at this time and no friends. So it was the worst time. Diet saved my life because it gave me something to take control of. And then from that, I started to gain more things. I think once you take charge of any part of your life, you have a chance taking part, taking charge of others.
0: 100%. Yeah. Um, Larry. So I'm going to end this part of the broadcast right now. And now yep. I'm going to move over to what's going to be an exclusive for my followers on locals. So the Um, guys, I want to thank, uh, Larry Sharp, uh, for joining me. Um, I'm so sorry that Todd CV wasn't able uh, to join us, but we'll get him uh, back here. Uh, no doubt. And, uh, thank you all for, uh, you know, coming on, this is kind of an experiment. So, uh, me going live, it's very different than, um, what I normally do with the podcast and going live again on April 4th at 8 PM when Donald Trump decided to speak to the world. Um, so, uh, if you enjoyed this, please like subscribe, do all that stuff. Um, and, uh, please check out my book. That joke isn't funny anymore. All right, I'm going to end the broadcast.
1: Larry Sharp, don't check check me out too. Not just him, damn it. Check me too.
0: Check him too.